Hello, my friends, and welcome to Project Relationship U. My name is Adina Barlow, and I am a life coach who teaches you how to have an amazing relationship with yourself so you can have a wonderful relationship with everybody else. Today, I want to talk with you about respect, self-respect. What does it mean? What does it look like? What, what does it look like when you are disrespecting yourself? And can you respect others without respecting yourself? So, first of all, what self-respect is, what it looks like, is observing yourself, like noticing your mind, your body, and your emotions, and seeing what feels good to you and what doesn't learning what things you like and what you don't like, and then doing those things that you like and avoiding the things you don't. Now, this doesn't mean that like, okay, well, I don't like washing the dishes, so I'm not gonna wash the dishes. <laughs> there are obviously things that you need to do because you probably like having clean dishes to eat on. And so either you wash the dishes or you negotiate with somebody else or you pay somebody else to. So that's a little bit different than, let's say you really don't like watching scary movies, but your friend wants you to watch a scary movie with them. And you do because you want to please them. That is disrespecting yourself. Or let's say you have a convert, you're having a conversation with somebody and they start to badmouth you and and you don't stand up for yourself that is disrespecting yourself or let's say somebody is badmouthing your loved one and it feels shitty to you and and you don't say anything that is disrespecting yourself or if you stay in that conversation or let's say if somebody is abusing you in some way and you stay in that relationship because you think they could do better and they really actually love you, but they're just treating you this way, sometimes that's disrespecting yourself. It's allowing yourself to receive abuse. And so it can be as, as big as that or as small as <laughs> watching a scary movie when you don't want to. <laughs> or here's the other thing. Let's say you would really like to take the evening to read a book and maybe your partner wants to go out on a date or, or wants to watch a movie and, and they're so excited about it that you're like, oh, well, okay, I guess I can do that. But then later you kind of feel resentful or you feel like they owe you. Well, what that means is that you really wanted to read your book and you didn't really want to go out on that date or go watch a movie with your partner. So in that case, it's your job to pay attention and respect yourself for the things that you need and that you want to do. And what this will also do is help you have a much better relationship with those close to you. Because when you allow others to 
dictate what you do. And here's the thing, like if they are a person who is strong in what they want, they're very clear about what they want and they advocate for themselves, they're totally going to ask you to do things or invite you to participate in stuff and expect that if you want to, you will. And if you don't want to, you won't. So if you're doing things because you think they want you to and you have to or you should, you will end up feeling resentful or at least get disconnected or upset and they are going to feel confused and hurt because they assumed you would say no if you didn't want to do the thing. <laughs> And that is your job. Part of self-respect, a huge part of self-respect is saying no. It's having boundaries. Boundaries don't mean that you block people out. And here's the cool thing. When you have great boundaries, you can actually let people get closer to you because you trust yourself with them. You trust yourself to be willing to walk away from a situation or even a conversation that you feel really shitty about or, or to speak up for yourself. You trust yourself to ask for your needs or to make suggestions on things that would be fun for you. So imagine it this way, you and whoever you're in relationship with at the time, be that your partner or your, your child or your parent or friend, when you both have a, a strong self-respect, it's like you can have this beautiful dance together. It's a partner dance. Whereas if one of you does not have it and you're kind of floppy, imagine being having like a, a body shape in dance. Let's say you're doing a, a tango or a waltz. Both of you need to have a shape that allows one to lead and the other to follow or, or to even switch it up, but, but it allows communication between you so that this dance is beautiful and fun. Well, the same thing goes for boundaries. When you know what you want and don't want, when you're, you respect yourself, you're willing to ask for the things you want, to say no thank you to the things you don't want, to walk away if you need to, to um, come say, hey, do you want to do this thing with me if you want to do that? All that stuff, it's like you have this beautiful frame that then you can communicate with your relationship partner and have this beautiful dance together. So if you do not have self-respect, it is not possible to really respect others because the way you treat yourself is the way you treat other people. That's just, it's my observation. You can try to treat other people better than yourself, but eventually it does come out and often with people who have less power than you, your children or somebody in a less privileged position or somebody in a, let's say at work in a, maybe you're the manager or the boss, whatever ways you treat yourself 
will show up in how you treat other people. So as you work on developing your self-respect, you are actually doing everybody else a favor because you will respect them more. And you will train them to respect you. And yes, everybody has to be trained on how to respect you because it's going to be different from how other people want to be respected. So it doesn't mean that they're bad or that they don't like you or that they're being rude. It means they don't know how. Because you are a unique person. What you want and don't want is also unique. And it is unfair and impossible to expect other people to just know without you communicating it to them. So do yourself and them a favor, get clear on what what self-respect or what respect looks like to you and act into it. And it might be an unfolding process. You might not know right away and you'll stumble upon things like, oh, that didn't feel good or, oh my gosh, that, that was a horrible experience. I do not want that. Or, wow, I really participated in this thing that I just don't want to do that again. That's okay. Have patience with yourself have patience with the other person, and communicate and act differently next time. If somebody is constantly doing things you ask them not to, or um, disrespecting you after you've trained them, then part of self-respect is having that person not be in your life. Make sure you've trained them though, you've given them a fair shot, and that you're respecting yourself so that you're not giving them mixed signals. Because if they see you do something you ask them not to, that's a mixed signal. They're gonna be confused and they're not gonna take you seriously. So self-respect is a journey. Be patient and compassionate with yourself and others on that journey, but stick with the journey. Great job with everything that you're doing all the efforts that you put into developing a stronger, healthier relationship with yourself really do make a difference for our world. One person at a time. We're eliminating violence. We are moving to a sustainable, compassionate way of living instead of having wars and even domestic violence or, or even um, wars within our own minds, <laughs> being mean to ourselves. So we're eliminating that and it, it's a long process. And so every step you take on that journey, celebrate it. I celebrate it with you. Thank you. And if you want my support, go to adinabarlow.com and find my offerings there.